0: hey folks welcome back to the friday show here on the culture jack podcast i am your host dustin and today i am i'm very honored i'm very pleased because i was the one with enough foresight wherewithal and um i don't want to say intestinal intestinal fortitude (laughs) that's a good one i'm the first one with a guest on the culture jack podcast and my guest today is my dear brother Logan. look we finished each other's sentences
1: sandwiches
0: okay um so today on the show logan i have you here for a very special reason well Not, not just this, but like, I wanted to have the first guest on the podcast. I didn't want Anthony to have it. I wanted it to be mine. And so here it is. I get to claim that, that uh, title. But with that comes responsibilities for you as well. Right. (laughs) It's an audio podcast. They cannot see you.
1: (laughs) Like talking face to face, like a bunch of weirdos.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, no. The the responsibility that you now have is you have to return for our three hundredth episode to congratulate us on three hundred episodes. <laughs> How masturbatory is that? That's pretty good, huh? That's
1: pretty good. Yeah, we can do that.
0: Okay. Um, so no, I have I have Logan on, uh, not only because I wanted to have the first guest on the podcast, which I do, Anthony, suck it. Uh, but secondly, he's an expert in what I wanted to talk about today. Now we have uh the Wheel of Time coming out on Amazon on the 19th. Uh so when this airs it will be the 12th. So here in 1 week you're very excited about that.
1: I'm pretty jacked, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've been waiting a long time.
0: So uh this this series was written by Robert Jordan, The Wheel of Time series. And uh unfortunately Robert's schedule was booked up solid. He couldn't make it. Is he dead? Also
1: he died. He's dead. God damn it, I knew that was gonna happen.
0: Do you know when he died?
1: Uh probably close to two thousand seven or eight. Okay, so
0: it's been a minute, so it's not like super disrespectful. It was kinda disrespectful, but not not the worst, I guess. Uh did he finish? The series?
1: No, last three books were done by Brandon Sanderson, who wrote the Mistborn Trilogy. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. So Logan also, he rec- recommended me uh, the Mistborn Trilogy, which if you guys have not read it, it's an amazing series, and I'm not a big reader, so I've read like two books in the last decade.
1: Or <laughs> well, three, since it was a trilogy. <laughs> three,
0: it was a trilogy. I did read all three of those. Uh, and so that was, they're really good books, so if you haven't read them, so... Did you have you read the Sanderson Wheel of Time
1: books? Oh yeah, no, I, I finished it. it. It's been a while though.
0: <laughs> did he did he do the series justice for think, finishing the series?
1: Yeah, he kept Robert Jordan's writing style. I felt like it. it
0: I'm sure. Could. I'm sure Jordan had like a probably a a plan for him.
1: Oh, a whole shit ton of notes is yeah. what I've heard.
0: Right, right, right. Um, okay, so I have Logan on here because he has loved these books for a long a long time and the series is coming out he's very excited he thinks cowboy bebop and i can't remember what else was it super crooks is that what's coming out on netflix as well all any other streaming competition to this amazon series is going to be thoroughly smashed in november
1: well that's the hope that this is (laughs) like a game of thrones style you know big over the top production that, I mean I I've been let down before. Uh, Sword of Truth series kind of really was a, a giant disappointment.
0: What was Sword of Truth on?
1: Uh, I don't know. Back when we had TV, it was on something. Uh, it was.
0: Oh, so like an old one. When is this? Like what time period? Is this in the nineties?
1: No, no. It it's been since I ventured out on my own. <laughs> <laughs> since sure. you left the nest, since I left the nest, but yeah, they they just kind of made that one sort of truth in name and not following any part of the books.
0: Was sort of truth as prolific as Wheel of Time? Because I know Wheel of Time has how many books?
1: Thirteen. I think. Thirteen
0: books. Was sort of truth as long as?
1: There's a lot of books. I don't I don't know that it has the following that Wheel of Time has.
0: Wheel of Time's, well, we'll talk about Wheel of Time here in a second. So, I want to talk about you and your experience with Wheel of Time. What was your introduction to Wheel of Time? How'd you, how'd you hear about it?
1: Oh man, I found like the radiest old copy of the the Wheel of Time, uh, Eye of the World, as the first book. Okay. And uh, it was just falling apart, and it just lived in my backpack. And uh, my ninth grade English class taught by my my aunt ellen
0: <laughs> shout out to Aunt ellen uh, what's
1: up <laughs> yeah she had a, a thing where you had to read for the first 10 or 15 minutes of the class every day and i didn't have anything one day and i pulled out this just falling apart copy a wheel of time and it's a good thing i had to read for 10 or 15 minutes at the beginning of class because it was a slow starter
0: yeah i was gonna ask because when you recommended the mistborn trilogy when I got started on that book, I was like, God dang, this has got a lot to it. Like, I guess getting into any high fantasy probably has like the, the introduction or the learning curve is pretty big at the beginning.
1: Uh, this one was just like, oh man, that's neat that you guys went to a festival and uh, <laughs> you're just doing some archery and stuff, but it, it really took off after the first couple chapters does
0: and i haven't read any of robert jordan uh any of any of those books but is he is he kind of like a stephen king kind of guy where he describes you know down to the down to the detail on the oh, button
1: yeah no very descriptive in his his books i, I would say that that was one thing i, I mean if i'm remembering correctly that uh, brandon sanderson didn't just drown you in details.
0: Oh, so he got down to, like, the nitty... Well, I mean, at that point, though, like, the last three books, the lore is already established, you know, the...
1: Well, right, but, I mean, anytime you entered a room, Robert Jordan was like, yeah, and the drapes were... J-. It's like, all right, You're Like well, shut let- up, let's man. go on.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, now, I don't know anything about The Wheel of Time, excepting what... You've told me about the wheel of time and what was in the preview that we watched uh, for the trailer for the series that's coming up. I, I like to do this thing on the podcast that I call like an MCU primer. When there's a new MCU show coming out or a new MCU movie, I like to talk about the characters that are going to be in it. What, you know, they did in the comics or whatever to maybe get an idea of what is going to happen in the movie or in the show. And so <laughs>
1: it doesn't matter if you have an idea or not. It's going to be worthwhile. Just watch it. So do you, support this show? Okay. So do
0: you, uh, do you think that they'll stick to the books pretty well?
1: I think so. I mean, it's not like a game of Thrones, George R. R. Martin situation where he wasn't finished. And now he probably never will because he's like, uh, it's out there. This is done. It's established. There's nothing really needing to change
0: okay uh what is the wheel of time about
1: well the <laughs> wheel of time
0: you, you have 15 seconds to describe a 13 series novelization
1: it, it's huge it's, it's a giant like
0: <laughs> it's a giant horse
1: <laughs> it, it's it kind of starts off pretty generic like like a lot of fantasy books it's you know a, the small town boy that, you know, <laughs> living in his small town
0: world. Careful. <laughs> copyright right <laughs> struck on here. Well You're my first guest and my first copyright strike.
1: Yeah, true. No, I I'm sure. Uh it it all starts with a couple village kids that find out that they're just so much more <laughs> only difference is, like, a lot of fantasy books, it's the the blacksmith's son that ends up being, like, the chosen one. And in in this one, it wasn't. It was his buddy. Not the blacksmith's son.
0: (laughs) Oh, he really took it off on a wild path there. But he's chosen the the blacksmith's son's buddy.
1: Yeah. No, the blacksmith's son, he's pretty badass in his own right. His name's Perrin, or I I don't know. I, I never pronounce things correctly. I... I read Harry Potter, and I I was pronouncing Hermione in my head as Hermione for years (laughs) until the movies came out.
0: (laughs) I'm sure there's a lot of websites that pronounce it Hermione as well. Yeah,
1: probably. I don't know. Um, But they are kind of found in... I don't recall exactly how it started, why the, the monsters ended up coming to their village initially... But they they were found by an ice die moraine. I don't know. I'm pronouncing that one correctly either. Moraine. I don't know.
0: How how because how, you're you're a big book reader. Uh, you're a cute big reader. Um, I don't read a lot of the books, uh, so I'm usually not tainted by like you know what I phonetically say the name as versus what it actually is. On screen, does that hit you a lot, like in adaptations?
1: I accept it. <laughs> if they're pronouncing it on the show a certain way, I'm sure they ask the author. How do you
0: change it though, like in your mind, or oh, do you yeah, continue? No, I will.
1: Oh, you're like, okay, I, I'm not.
0: You're not so married to the the name, or
1: that's fine. I, I mean, in my brain, it's not even me pronouncing their names; it's me recognizing that jumble of letters as a name, and then you know that that is what it is it's human language <laughs> yeah human language but like uh, a lot of names in fantasy books are weird weird names sure like, hermione who, who the hell's named hermione
0: <laughs> apologies to any hermione fans out there or like hermione's uh literally yeah there's a lot of like apostrophes yeah and a lot of
1: well in another book i read the the there's dark elves and they've got weird names. Uh, One of them is Drizit Doe urden or something. And who knows? Maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm not. That's (laughs) another one I'd like to see adapted. Okay.
0: (laughs) We'll talk about that too in a minute. But, uh, so monsters come and what was that? What was that name you said? And Aes Aes Sedai
1: is this organization of, uh, all women at this point in the the history of this world because the men uh wielders of magic they've long since become uh not trusted with magic because like long ago they uh they did a thing it was a bad thing And it tainted their half of what they call the one power. And yeah, they can use magic, but eventually it drives them crazy. Oh, shit. So the Aes Sedai, one of their primary goals in life, because they've lost a lot of knowledge, they're nothing compared to what they used to be. But mainly what they do nowadays is they run around with their warders, which is basically a a name for a bodyguard. Okay. Okay. And uh, they still these uh, male uh, channelers, is what they call them.
0: Do you say still them?
1: Yeah, they still them, which is... Is killing them? It's not killing okay. them. Okay. <laughs> it severs them from the one power, so they, okay. they can no longer channel magic and okay. drive them, themselves insane. But in, in doing so, they pretty much... Uh, lose their will to live
0: oh so it's kind of killing them
1: yeah but then they
0: don't oh wait they just become shut-ins <laughs> like, i don't want to go to work i don't want to go see friends i just they're just depressed
1: yeah it's just a case of the mondays oh my goodness <laughs>
0: okay so it makes these guys really sad uh that they can't use the or 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 do they even know why that they're why they're upset, why they're depressed?
1: Some of them do. Um, like they don't always find them quick enough. Like the mm-hmm. there was this uh, the guy's name was Um uh, <laughs> Nice, I know, right? <laughs> and uh, he was kind of running around, you know, basically flexing his, his magic muscles. And uh, that didn't go so hot for him, but he thought he was the chosen one and he was going to raise the army and, and do the thing that essentially the protagonist ends up doing. Okay. Um,
0: so the protagonist is a male.
1: The, yes, it's Rand Althor. Okay. <laughs> Pronunciation. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, but yeah, he, he is a one power user as well. Uh, he doesn't know it in the beginning of the book, though.
0: So wh- why doesn't he go insane? I guess I should say, hold on, before we go on, uh, we're potentially spoiling the whole plot of the show. So like, if you if you got this far, you probably realize that by now. But if you wanted to go in more blind than you are now, this is all about the Wheel of Time. So it'll be out in a week. So if you spoiled enough, you could just finish listening to the episode or you can come back later, Whatever whatever you want. Uh, please continue.
1: Well, so... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's not that he he won't go insane, because he definitely will.
0: Oh, but it, he doesn't at first.
1: Yeah, they they don't immediately, but they will.
0: So why did he get away... Well, I guess you said they don't make it to all of them in time, and so he's one of the ones, obviously.
1: Well, no, that's, that's part of what I'm having a hard time remembering. This was back in... 2001 that I read.
0: Oh, so you're trying to pull memories from 20 years ago.
1: Yeah, basically. So, <laughs> the Aes Sedai finds him and for whatever reason isn't interested in stealing him. Mm. Um, maybe because she thinks that he is the one?
0: So that, yeah, the, the other dude that went insane thought he was the one. So there's like a prophecy that is...
1: Yeah, there's gotta be something like that I'm thinking <laughs> is, is what was going on. I'm gonna be enjoying the shit out about finding this, this whole thing going on. It's again. all, it'll almost
0: be basically a new show for you. It, well, yeah, it'll, it'll be a sort new of. show for all of us, <laughs> but a new story.
1: Yeah. I get the, the main points. It's, um, she, she essentially goes to this village. She finds Rand who she decides she's going to groom to be the one, I guess. And like at the same time, uh, his buddies Matt and Perrin, uh, they, they come along too because they're also badasses, okay. And then it turns out, uh, ooh uh, Nate, Navi, I'm gonna just say Navi because Navi's good, you know, like Zelda.
0: Listen, I don't know, like, I would be none the wiser for any of these names,
1: right? Uh, <laughs> also, <laughs> I'm gonna say Eugene. <laughs> It, it'll probably end up being something stupid, like Iguian or you, something. <laughs> you,
0: you, you, John, you, 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 yeah, I
1: don't know. We'll find out that <laughs> one altogether, <laughs> but they end up being, uh, channelers of the one power as well. And they, they go on their whole, uh, you know, journey to become Aes Sedai. die. Um, but it's interesting because Eugene, you know, they found her. She was still pretty young. She's she was like Rand's age. But Navi, she'd been doing like the, the village healer for a long time, and everyone was like, Man, you're so good at this. And you know, it turns out she was just using the one power unknowingly. <laughs>
0: gotcha. Gotcha. Um you so Rand is the protagonist. Who's the antagonist? Is it one of these other women that uses the one power? That
1: no, is like, there's, hey. there's like a ambiguous Dark One sort of situation. And he is trying to bust out, I, I think, of something. Like, maybe the boar. The boar. Okay, so the boar was the bad <laughs> thing that the the male Aes Sedai did, where they were like, we sense another form of power in... You know, we should probably go bore into that because okay. if we had more one power, they can't have too much of a good thing. Gotcha. So they bored into it and it turned out to be the Dark One who tainted the male half of the one power.
0: Oh, so there was a point in time when the the one power didn't corrupt men.
1: Correct. Okay. Like, Aes Sedai was, I mean, they, they all just went to uh, the... The White Tower is the the seat of power for the Aes Sedai. Okay, and uh, there there's a whole like system of, of ranking uh, the Aes Sedai. They they have different Ajas, which is like their it, it's like it's har- like chi. No, no, like like Harry Potter houses. Okay, all right, yeah. But there's more of them because they wanted to get some colors in there. So there's like brown ones. Those ones are the real book smart ones. <laughs> And then the red ones, they're like the. uh, They don't like men so much. They're
0: they're the radical third wave feminists.
1: Yeah, their main focus is uh, running around stealing male Aes Sedai. They they don't want any of them around. Gotcha. And then uh, Moraine, or Morlane, she's blue Aja. I forget what their jam was. Um, Green. They have a bunch of warders that's insinuated that they like to get a little freaky with their warders. Okay. They got,
0: they got little harems.
1: Yeah, they're the, the Mormons of the Ajas. Um,
0: so are the warders the, the warders are the bodyguards of the Aes Sedai.
1: Yeah, and they uh, do this bond thing that makes them like, it gives them a little bit of ability situation going okay. on. Like something that would kill a normal guy that's not going to kill a warder okay yeah and the the most badass warder of all is moraine's uh warder lan like he's got the thing going where <laughs> who was the guy in lord of the rings that like was the king of the one place but he was like nah dog i don't want that
0: he's uh, oh i know uh, who you're talking about the rogue guy
1: A- aragon
0: aragon yeah
1: yeah so he's kind of like Gotta, that guy.
0: lord of the rings people are gonna be up on our business <laughs>
1: Yeah, Aragog. Aragog. (laughs) His name was Aaron. Anyways, so he's kind of got that going on. um, And he's got just, like, some really good swordsman abilities.
0: So, so all the warders, it sounds like, are all the warders men?
1: Mostly, except for later on. Okay. Uh, No spoiler here. Oh, you're not...
0: (laughs) You could have spoiled all the rest, but not that one. Not that it's you... important. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So, um, I I guess I guess you kind of talked about it already. What What is like the biggest draw for you for the Wheel of Time? Why do you like it so much?
1: Oh man the the magic system is really cool. The way they describe the one power as being the the women that use it can't really tell men how to use it. Okay. Um, because it's completely different for them. It, they, It's described as like surrendering to the one power and then you kind of channel it in whatever direction mm. you want. Whereas the male half is... It's described like a raging river that you just have to grab a hold of and wrestle Shh. it into submission.
0: <laughs> that does feel like the difference between how like... A man and a woman would decide to try and channel a magic energy. Yeah. In in, in <laughs> this place. So you you find that the more complex, the more in depth the the magic system and the lore is in a fantasy novel, the more attractive it is to you.
1: Yeah, that's a pretty big part of it. And then the, the different like sects of people. Not sex, but s- sect.
0: Good, gotcha. <laughs> Pronunciation, very important on this one.
1: Yeah, the that's always pretty neat to me. The the whole political aspect of it. Um, like the Aes Sedai and their White Tower, they've got their leader is the uh, Arlem Seat. Mm-hmm. And they're just kind of pulling strings from behind the scenes but then you've got like kings and queens of different places and that's cool too uh then there's you know some religious zealots called the white cloaks okay if i'm thinking about the right book series and not mix and shit, <laughs> i'm pretty sure it was though the white cloaks they're not a fan of the one power the Ice Sedai. die they call them witches yeah that's definitely the, the right series and uh, they they're not on board with the the different uh, kingdoms being influenced by these magic users because they just think they're witches. So these
0: white cloaks they're not magic users though. No, they're just like knights and stuff.
1: They are just religious zealots that have formed their own organization that it's well intentioned, but. They're not good guys.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh what?
1: But then the ILE I is another sect.
0: Who Uh, are the Iel?
1: The Aiel Aiel. are uh, like the best way to describe them, I think, would be like a really romanticized version of Native Americans just being like elite, uh hunters and warriors and gotcha gotcha you know they they can move through a a forest with dead leaves and not make a sound they're just
0: so they're ones with like nature
1: yeah and they live in a desert so they're always fighting over water
0: oh wait we're, (laughs) were the allele you and i talked about this before were the allele the ones that uh always ran away or was that another
1: group? Those ones are the Tinkers.
0: The Tinkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, tell me about the Tinkers or tell us about the Tinkers so, really quick.
1: So the Tinkers are like gypsies basically. And they just run around uh you know not fighting because they don't believe in that. they they life's too short for that. They follow <laughs> the way of the leaf. I'm
0: I'm a I'm a Tinker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh they they fix pots and okay and then like the the village folk uh they use them to threaten their children into behaving because the tinkers will steal them if they don't
0: oh dang
1: yeah but that, that's just like some fear of the unknown bullshit they're not gotcha. stealing children except for the ones that run off with them because that happens wait it's,
0: so children run off to join the tinkers
1: it's not unheard of <laughs> You know, sometimes you just want to fix some pots. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. Okay. All right. Enough about the Tinkers and the I- I eel. Uh You saw the trailer. What are you scared that the adaptation, this Amazon series, is going to get wrong?
1: Well, if they went completely off script like Sword of Truth did, that would be pretty irritating. <laughs> Because that series died very quickly. I mean, the the whole uh, allure, I would think, of doing a a giant fantasy series like this is you've got a built-in audience already. Gotcha. Like, why would you want to shit all over that audience?
0: Well, I mean, you know, some of these things, they have to have an allure. They want to bring in the hardcore fans like you, obviously, but they also want to make it casual enough that new people aren't gonna be overwhelmed.
1: Yeah, and that's gonna be tricky because <laughs> when, you, when you're reading Wheel of Time, you almost need to keep a goddamn journal. Oh
0: really, it's that much. Oh, huh? There's
1: a lot of names. and you'll mispronounce them all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, uh, so so I mean, Game of Thrones, when you think of Game of Thrones, it had, it had some magic. There were some dragons, some supernatural stuff, but mostly it was like...
1: Man, they really downplayed it.
0: Oh, from the book?
1: Yeah, I thought there was going to be way more magic shit in Game of Thrones. Okay,
0: so, so it sounds like magic in the magic system of Wheel of Time is pretty integral to the plot.
1: Yeah, you can't not use that.
0: And effects in series and movies are more expensive. Obviously. And so, in, like, Game of Thrones, they focused on, like, the politics of the thing and the character development and all that. Uh, what, in, in terms of the magic and, and mysticism and, and things that you would imagine as, like, big-ticket, high-dollar effects... I mean, I think they spent a good deal of money on this show. But what could they leave out and still be all right in terms of... Me- <laughs>
1: You can't leave any of can't it leave out. any of it out. <laughs> but for me, like if it's somewhat decent, I don't think uh, it would it would matter if it was like you know blow your socks M- Marvel off. universe special sure, effects. Sure, sure. Um, if it's in there, it's it's cool. Whatever, Throw in some wishbone magic, I don't care.
0: Okay, so based on that trailer, how did they do? i mean we haven't seen it yet we're still a week out from seeing the thing
1: they didn't uh really get into the magic system more than uh one of the girls uh, i assume i assume eugene Mm -hmm. uh was floating around in the river I mean, i'd have to watch the trailer again but she popped out of the river and she had like different color swaths on her face, one for each of the Aja's, I assume. Okay. And it, it really smacked of, like, a, a vision or something that somebody was having. So
0: the Aja's were, like, the the groups again?
1: Uh, of the different Aja's, The, the yeah. houses yeah. sort of thing, yeah, okay. So that was, like, a vision, and then her, you know, interacting with the river was her... Totally, like, finding out about the one power, I I assume. Okay. Because they're always using that river analogy in these books.
0: <laughs> oh, that's right. Because they surrender to the river, or the men, you know, try and wrestle it into submission.
1: Yeah. Yeah, basically.
0: Okay. Um.
1: So that's good. A uh, little concerning. They, they've already recast Matt. I don't know what the hell happened there.
0: Whoa, whoa, what do you mean? Like, from the first season, or...
1: I don't know if we're gonna have uh, a situation like well, Game of Thrones pulled it off successfully. Who, Who did, did they, they recast? Game of Thrones recast uh, that real swarthy guy that was really macking on uh, Danarees.
0: Um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The um the the guy that was like her right hand man. Right?
1: Yeah, kind of. At one point.
0: The guy... Yeah, yeah. Because they had like a uh, dude that had like longer blonde hair and then like a dude that had like shorter yeah, brown hair. The guy that brought her roses at that one point.
1: Right. They did a better job with the first one than the second one. Yeah. um, But none of that mattered because she, she got rid of him. Because he She's... was too one to get into her pants. Yep,
0: yep. He sure was. <laughs> <laughs> he sure was. So, do you think they... Well, I guess, you know, they could either, you know, re reshot the scenes that he was in with the new guy, or...
1: Well, we could end up with a Don Cheadle situation. Maybe we like season two Matt better. I don't know.
0: Could be. Could be. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that uh, a recasting isn't necessarily always the worst thing, but...
1: That is a character they've got to get right, though. He's the best one. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. No, he... <laughs> He's a real prankster, real (laughs) real squirrely guy. And uh at one point somehow he gets some like long dead generals memories caught up in his brain hole and What? Oh man, yeah, no, he (laughs) he forms this band, the band of the red hand. (laughs) Okay. Because he was always getting caught red handed, I assume, when he was younger. And uh, yeah, he is—he's just a real joy to read about.
0: Okay. Um, any other any other character castings that you thought like? You, well, I mean, you obviously we don't know the names of them, but contextually, uh, you might be able to go.
1: Man, it looks like a real big group of, of no names in this thing. I mean, how how do you even know?
0: I mean, if there's like you said, there's so much lore, there's so many characters, you'd have to get. No name actors to just be able to afford them.
1: Yeah, that's true. If they do a good job, could make their careers. It,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bezos is going to call you directly after, be like, Logan. Well, did you like it? We'll see. Mister Bezos, I have some notes. Um, okay. Uh, I think that's that's all I had for this. Is my first interview. How'd I do?
1: Oh man there could have been more snacks
0: uh, <laughs> uh if you had to adapt any other fantasy series um besides uh the Sword of truth what would you want adapted and why
1: oh man so it would easily you'd think i'd go Mistborn. that's what I th- that's what yeah, i was think but no you y- you'd you'd go one step past that you'd go the uh the Alloy of Law, the Wax and Wayne Saga, okay, which follows up from Mistborn. You remember all the the cool like metallurgy uh, powers based on eating different metal types.
0: Yeah, let me try. Let me try my best to explain that because it's been a while since I've read uh, the Mistborn trilogy. There was if you ate different metals, people had the ability like different abilities based on pushing and pulling.
1: Yeah, not everybody had these abilities, but some people did.
0: So some people could manipulate people's emotions. Some people could like telekinetically push things away from them. Uh, Some people could like...
1: Not uh, just anything, though. That was metal. Metal, specifically. Uh, Ferrous metals. Okay. Same way not everything's magnetic. Can't push on everything. Aluminum, uh, specifically, being a big deal in this Wax and Wayne saga, because... Uh, you remember Mistborn, they had the, the haze killers, uh-huh. the people that were trained to go after these special magic users. They've taken it a step further in this because it's like all Wild West shit after the fact, after Mistborn happened. And uh, like aluminum is a rare commodity commodity in this world. Okay. Because it can't be pushed or pulled. <laughs> So, like, aluminum guns, uh, which you wouldn't think would be, like, a a very good way to go about making a gun, but a gun that somebody can't push on.
0: You know more about guns than I do. I was about to be like, aluminum gun, that sounds great.
1: (laughs) Not the hardiest of metals.
0: (laughs) You cover your meal after you're done with it, too. (laughs) Uh,
1: But uh, the main character in that, Wax, he's a gunfighter, and... uh, he's a steel pusher. And one of his abilities that he just kind of instinctively does is he creates a a steel bubble around himself is what he calls it. And it's just him pushing outwardly against, you know, whatever's coming at him. So if he's being shot at, he has this steel bubble around him and it just kind of pushes things off to either side
0: just to flex it
1: yeah just to flex it but then also when he's shooting at bad guys if they're like ducked and covered behind something he'll shoot and you know a, a gun it's coming out pretty fast already but he'll also push on the bullet
0: oh so he'll like increase velocities oh, of projectiles man. it
1: is so dope <laughs> it, it would be a good one but besides that
0: wait so wait hold on so Mistborn was kind of like knights, and this is kind of like a Western, you said?
1: Yeah, it's the Industrial Revolution has happened. There's like trains and blimps and all, all kinds of shit. So that's
0: something that, well, I mean, I don't, obviously, I don't read a lot of high fantasy like you do, but um, that's something I don't feel like we see a lot of. Like, is magic mixed with that, you know... Eighteen, nineteen hundred sort of, sort of scenario.
1: No, not so much. Uh,
0: I, I like that. Yeah. Maybe I will have to read that. I know you recommended it to it, me before, it, but
1: very good book. Books, there's multiple. Okay. Um, what uh, was the,
0: what was the other one though? uh
1: The other one that I would do is uh, another Brandon Sanderson. It's called Steelheart. Uh, uh, this comet shows up around Earth, and people are looking at it, and they're like, "That's neat." And then it starts giving people superpowers.
0: Okay. A superhero show.
1: Yeah, but eh, everybody that gets superpowers either already was a dick or the superpowers <laughs> turned them into a dick.
0: <laughs> so you got like a the boys situation, kind of.
1: Oh, but they're not hiding it.
0: <laughs> oh, really?
1: Yeah, no. The, the main bad guy, Steelheart, is just invulnerable. and uh,
0: Is he the Superman type? Ba- the Homelander su- type? Yeah, yeah. But so they they essentially become super powered villains like right away.
1: Yes, and uh, the whole series is about this group that forms together called the Reckoners that are just superhero assassins basically, and uh, they they just run around trying to kill these uh, bad superheroes. So are they
0: are they super powered as well?
1: The Reckoners no, they're not. They're
0: just regular. Yeah. <laughs> so it is the boys kind of. Oh man! But the... there's no facade.
1: No, no facade at all. These new supervillains just rule the world, and uh, you either get out of their way or you get murdered. God damn. And uh, like one of the first uh, supervillains they go after, I forget what they called him, but his superpower was that he was just super lucky in anything. Okay. And they get him, and they've got him cornered, down this alleyway they're on one end of the alleyway they're on the other end of the alleyway and uh they just start shooting at him everywhere because he's so lucky that he would dodge wherever he needed to dodge so they had to fill every bit oh of my the God. alleyway with gunfire <laughs> did they get him oh they got him oh my god (laughs) but they just had to overwhelmingly make it so there was no lucky way out of that
0: sure yikes that's the only scenario stan lee said that that would be his superpower if he ever was able to pick a superpower it'd be luck um and the way they did it in like deadpool do you remember
1: oh yeah no that was good that was not a superpower yeah it was so
0: good all right cool Cool. What, what was the name of that one? Uh,
1: Steelheart. Steelheart. Steelheart.
0: Okay. Um, that was all my, all my questions. You're, you're excited for wheel of time.
1: Oh, very much. So.
0: All right. Well, I guess all in the, in the episode, Logan, thank you so much for joining me. You're welcome. (laughs) Uh, that was my brother. I've talked about him on the podcast a lot. You've, uh, Heard me tell stories and and talk about the competitions that we have and the little friendly rivalry that we have playing video games and and the like sometimes. But uh, I was happy to have him as the first guest on the Culture Jack podcast. Now, if you enjoyed that episode, you want to see more guests on the Culture Jack podcast, be sure to leave us a review and let us know as much. Leave us a comment. You can do that on facebook twitter instagram at culture Jacked. Uh, you can send us an email at culture.collective.x2 at gmail.com double episode today i'm putting out two because i was too tired to put out a news desk yesterday so this is going to be your one of two if you haven't listened to that news desk episode also we've got other shows we've got on today's episode we have a semi-regular show on Saturday on Sunday, the weekend wire with Anthony, where he talks about movie news, and on Monday, Monday Madness, where he talks about whatever the hell he wants, and then usually on Thursday, the news desk, where I talk about video game news. But that's it uh, for the show. I hope you all have a good weekend. Uh, We'll talk to you next time. Cheers.